Yo, what is going on, Cover 7 family? Welcome back to another episode of the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast. And in today's episode, I'm excited to announce that I'm joined by current three-star tight end and Ole Miss commit, Javante Connor. Javante, how are you doing, my guy? And welcome on to the Cover 7 podcast. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Things going good. Everything cool. Hey, that's what I like to hear. Now, Javante, before we do begin, you know, talking about your high school career and everything like that. Why don't you tell the listeners and everything a little bit about yourself, where you're from, you know, when you started playing football and all the little details that most people may not know about you. Um. Well, I started playing. I'm from Alabama. Well, I'm not really from Alabama. I'm, I was born in Chicago, moved to Alabama for a couple of years and um, started playing football around my sophomore year. Yeah, I started playing football sophomore year. Oh, okay, so you and, actually uh, – all that. So you actually were kind of not a late bloomer, but you kind of you didn't start till you know later in your career. Yeah. So I got you. I got you. So did you play any other sports when you were a kid? Basketball, baseball, anything like that? Yeah, I just did basketball and track. Yeah, oh, okay. those are my main sports. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Then they got me out on the football field. Uh, after my freshman year, they kept asking me, so I just came out there just to have some fun. I got you. Just up. So, so how tall were you actually though when you when you're, you said freshman year, right? <clears throat> freshman year I was around like five eleven by one fifty. Oh, okay. So you hadn't hit that 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 six four growth spurt yet. You're still no. still waiting on that. Yeah, I was waiting on that. I ain't even really like sophomore year, I was around like six one. By the time we started football, I was around like six one, like one ninety-five. Oh, okay. Um Working out a lot through that season, just developing, learning the game more. And then um, around the next season time, I was around, like, start of junior season, I was around, like, what, 6'3", like, 6'3", 6'4", about, about 230, 235. I got you. So that just got a little easier and everything. I got you. So did they originally have you uh, playing tight end, or were you actually playing, like, on the line? I was actually playing wide receiver. I'm a, just like I, I really just started playing tight end this year. Oh, really? So like you know, I've been playing like receiver, but I was like this past season it was connecting me a little bit, but I really didn't put my hand in the ground. But now at my new school, I'm gonna be putting my hand in the ground a little bit. So, um, yeah, it's 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 fun though. It's 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 it was a challenge at first. It really wasn't a challenge, but it was like it was just new. So, um. It's it's actually pretty easy once I got the hang of to hang of it and everything. I got you. So what were kind of some of the first obstacles you noticed changing from wide receiver to tight end? Because most people probably wouldn't think, oh, it's practically almost the same position, but when you actually are playing the position, you actually go through all the plays and everything like that, it's two completely different things. So what were some obstacles that you went through when you first uh changed? Uh just my stance and um flexibility at the uh, tight end spot. I had to get my stance right, and I had you doing a little bit of H back stuff too, and uh, while doing a lot of receiver stuff. So it's like um, you know, I just had to learn the game and learn it more, and just uh, you know, just learn different ways to get open from my hand in the ground and learn different um techniques to use. I got you. So, I got yeah, you. That's just the main difference. I got you. So um, let's kind of talk about your high school career a little bit. So going into your sophomore year, your first year ever playing football at any level, 
were you kind of excited at the fact you were kind of starting a new chapter in your life or kind of what was your thought process when you were going into that first season? First year of football? Uh, shoot, I was just like, man, I'd be happy if I could get on the field. So, <laughs> so it was so, like so one of those situations. So, so it kind of leaves another question. So were you immediately placed on varsity because – I'm because I'm guessing you grew a decent amount, right? During your sophomore year. Yeah, I grew a lot. Okay. But so, so sophomore season, I didn't really play as much. Like I, I got in during my remember my first touchdown, I got in during the blowout. <laughs> okay, so, so you see you see you were like a garbage time type of player. They mostly just, you know, just kind of like not not with the scout guys, but more just with the J you know, like when they put like the J V guys and like the playoffs and it's like a big blowout and stuff like that. You're kind of like in that position. Yeah, something like that. Um, I really like so I remember what was it? Uh sophomore year I started like I played a lot and then cuz it was during the covid, we played during the uh covid. We played uh during the fall and everything, so I remember um just like I remember I was playing a little bit and then covid Cause I remember they had the little rule where it was like, if you're around somebody, you gotta be out for two weeks. They catch it and everything. And then I had actually just started my first game. Then I came back and I didn't play at all that much. Man, so, um, that's yeah, it sucked. It sucked. Yeah, yeah, that I couldn't imagine, especially your first year, literally ever playing football, especially during the COVID year, because I know COVID was chaotic for literally everyone, especially yeah, high school. Because because high school, I mean, it's it's a lot harder because, you know, unlike like with college, you're a lot more spaced out and everything like that. In high school, you don't really get that opportunity because, you know, there's so many kids, even at smaller schools. So so kind of what were some things that you helped, you know, keep yourself mentally level during, you know, your first year playing football? Because obviously it's a huge transition from basketball, obviously a lot more physical, a lot more physically demanding. So what were kind of some things that you did to mentally and physically prepare yourself? Um. I just kept always, like, reminding myself, like, you know, I'm still young. I'm still learning the game and everything. So um, I just kept reminding myself that type of stuff. Like, you know, I'm, I, re I really shouldn't be in a rush or anything. Like, everything just going to work out how it should. So, you know, it just – everything worked out how it should. I, um, you know, developed more and um, just got more mentally tough and, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, when all that stuff went down and – you know, like I said, it helped me get a lot more mentally tough. And, um, you know, it just really helped me in the long run. I got you. So, so in your opinion, at least, how do you feel, how do you feel like you played throughout your sophomore year, you know, you know, personal, personally, and as your, you know, as a team wise, how do you feel like you, uh, performed during your sophomore year? Uh, sophomore year, when I was playing, I feel like I was doing, I was doing what you were kind of – I feel like I was a little above average than what you would expect for somebody from, like, their first year playing football. So, uh, yeah, sophomore year, like, I feel like it was just really more of a learning process and more of a development year than more – than a takeoff year and everything. It was – because my junior year was really my takeoff year. Okay, so, I got you. Um, yeah, like, so it was just one of those – so uh, another thing I want to ask is, so did you receive your first D1 offer after your sophomore year or did it not come until you actually started getting into your junior year? Um, I actually didn't receive my first offer 
my my first offer was D one. I didn't receive that until after the season around like January. Oh, okay. So you, so I mean, you you kind of just have been literally exploding onto the scene these past couple months. Yeah, it was just like it started off in January. I got my first offer from Alabama State. Okay, so uh, and then like, and then like you know, I didn't get my um, I didn't really get my first. I had got a couple other offers like Troy and um, like Troy and UAB schools like those schools like that, Tulane. I didn't really get my first big offer. My first big offer came when I was like, it was, what was it, Oklahoma State? Okay. Yeah, my first big offer was like my 12th offer, I think. And then after I got Oklahoma State, I went from getting offers like, probably I get one and then I'll wait probably like four or five days and I'll get another one to after I got Oklahoma State when everybody was on notice like oh like he he picking up you know he picking up steam yeah after I got that offer that Oklahoma State offer it was just like they was coming in two a day three a day sometimes four a day so Dang, um, okay. I was just taking a lot of phone calls yeah, no, nah, I mean that's absolute. That's an absolute blessing, especially for it literally being your second year ever playing football. Now, I do want to kind of backpedal a little bit and let's talk about how your junior season went because obviously you had to balled out to be getting all these schools attracted so you, to or attracted to you. So, I guess you could say in your own words, how do you feel like you kind of took that next step during your junior season? Um, junior season, because to be real, like I was a little frustrated started the season because like I wasn't really getting the ball as much um like I didn't get my first reception uh, I got my first reception the second game I had like one reception that game dang and then I really didn't get my um first time like actually like I I remember like probably near the fourth game I had like it, it was like a progression like progression second game I had one reception third game I don't think I had any fourth game I come out I had like four receptions for probably only like 40 some yards then um after that game I think I got my first touchdown and then after I felt that touchdown like being on the field like actually being on the field it felt like a real touchdown it was just like I don't, I don't never really want to like every time I want to get the ball I want to score yeah, I mean, so every, like, every you know, yeah, I got you. Every time the quarterback steps back, you want the ball to immediately be going to your hands. I got, yeah, I got yeah, you. Fast, fast. So, um, so, and now we can kind of go back to when we were talking about your whole college recruitment because, you know, when I first found out about you, I'm like, okay, this kid had to have been some type of absolute beast and has been playing, you know, for his whole life. Because when you look at your offer sheet, I mean, Javonte, you literally pretty much have every single school right now looking at you, offering you and everything like that. So I, so I want to ask first, before we kind of do dive into your whole college recruitment and everything like that, how has it kind of been, you know, keeping your head leveled and not letting, you know, all this, I guess you could say, attention get to you and kind of just staying humble? Um, You just got to realize, like, there's still always work to be done and everything. Like, um, it's always room for improvement. And that's something that I had struggled with a little bit when I had started getting a lot of attention. Like, I, I got to keep going. You can't really uh, take no breaks because, like, when you get all that attention, it's always people going to be coming for you and, you know, um, like, testing you. You're going to really be a target for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, um, yeah. Yeah, so it's like one of those things. And once I 
you know, realize that it's like you gotta work harder now. Once once that once your time comes and your name gets called and everything and you start accepting those phone calls, you just gotta you just gotta work harder. It's like you can't really slack at all. Cause like and me, like I feel like sometimes I feel like if I'm slacking, like I just feel like I don't know, like I feel like that's what's good about me. If I I always feel like if I'm like if I like be a little slow on the workout or anything, like I just Oh no! I just feel like it just hurt me bad, like horrible. Yeah, it's kind of it's slowing it's slowing down your uh, what do you want to call uh, good lord progression? There you go. That's that's the right word. Kind of slowing down your progression to be the best player that you know you can. And I mean, obviously, the potential with you, I mean, it's obviously there. I mean, you easily have the potential to be a starter almost your freshman year. Now, I do want to ask, when did you get your first Power 5 offer? And obviously, Power 5s like Pac-12, SEC, Big 10, Big 12, you know, those conferences. So, when did you actually get your first – oh, wait, that was Oklahoma State, right? Yeah. Okay, my bad. I, <laughs> my mind Are you good? Like, you good? So, uh, so, after you – like you said, after you got that Oklahoma State offer, you know, the offers kept rolling in and rolling in. What were some of the more notable offers that you got right after you got that Oklahoma State offer? Um, what was the question again? All right, all right. No, you good, you good, you good. I was about to ask, so after you got that Oklahoma State offer, what were some more, like, notable offers that you got right after you did receive that Oklahoma State offer? Um, after the Oklahoma State offer, I got schools, like, everybody, like, Duke, um, Schools like Vanderbilt. I think Vanderbilt was my first SEC. Um, to Vanderbilt, Duke, West Virginia, Louisville. So you were literally uh, just racking them in. Like, I mean, you literally yeah, just were getting like everyone. Just, yeah, they was just coming, like, just coming. Just back to back to back. Like, I, get, I remember I, I, I was on the phone with a coach getting an offer, and another coach called me while I'm getting the offer. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. I, mean, I get really? off the phone with them, and I get on the phone with them, and it's like I'm posting two offers within like a minute apart. That's crazy. That that's definitely got to be one of the best recruiting stories I've heard. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're talking to one coach who's about to offer you, and then you literally got another coach trying to get to you and trying to offer you something even better. That's crazy. But um, yeah. so so funny thing enough, you actually originally were not committed to Ole Miss. You actually ended up committing to UCF, correct? Yeah. So kind of just talk to me a little bit. I mean, we don't got to talk about it a lot, but just kind of talk me through the process of why you actually did choose UCF because, you know, as most college fans know, they've got former Auburn head coach Gus Malzahn. You know, he's been pretty dominant when it comes to the transfer portal and recruiting. So what attracted you originally to want to go to UCF? Um, For one, I was a real big Auburn fan. When oh, I was okay. Auburn, like, I was a huge Auburn fan, like. I loved everything about Auburn um, sports, gotcha. from basketball to football to even their track team. Like I just really liked Auburn sports. So um, I was a big fan of Coach Malzahn when he was at Auburn. So um, crazy story is my old high school head coach had left the high school to go be on his staff at Auburn, I believe. Oh, okay. So, um, he was been following him at, ever since Auburn. So he went to UCF with him, and um, 
crazy thing. This he gets the tight end coach job. That's crazy. So, um, yeah, <laughs> that's so crazy. It was like one of those things where it's like, um, I was like, man, I gotta go here. Like my old high school head coach, um, well, Coach Malzahn. But when I came to the realization, like you know, none of that stuff really matters. You gotta really pick like where like you're gonna be able to shine at, where you're gonna be in the best position at to achieve your dream here and what you wanna achieve. You know, once I came to that realization and everything, um, I just felt like it wasn't really a good fit for me and um decided to reopen my recruitment. I got and you. Picked up like Oregon and Ole Miss right, right after. Yeah, so, I was like, it was real good. Yeah, and I mean I mean, once again, no one can really blame you because you're doing what you want. And obviously, I, I can imagine your goal was to get to the NFL, you know, and be able to achieve that dream that you've had since you were little. So so kind of talk to me, you know, right after you decommitted from UCF, what what schools were kind of at the top of your list? Like you said, you got Oregon and Ole Miss that offered you literally kind of simultaneously. What what were kind of the, like your, I guess you could say, final schools to land you after you did decommit from UCF? Um. Uh, it was mainly just between Oregon and Ole Miss, for real, for real. But, like, I mean, like, I was still in contact with just about everybody I had before I had committed. So, um, you know, it was was cool. I got you. I I was still in contact with all of them. So, um, you know, like, like I said, at the end of the day, it it came between, um, Old Miss and Oregon at the end of the day. Like when I went up to or when I went up to Old Miss, I was like on a visit right before I went. I already knew that I was gonna end up I was gonna end up making a decision between um them or um Oregon. I so you. after I left the visit, I felt really good about Old Miss and um just decided, you know, that was a place for me. I got you. So so what was the most attractive of you attracted or what what were oh I can't even talk. What were some things about Ole Miss that attracted you the most to go want to go there over schools like Oregon, who, you know, they just got a top quarterback in their, you know, your class and Dante Moore and everything like that. So what what really what really sold it to you, you know, to go to Ole Miss over other schools? Uh like just when I went on a visit and I got on campus and everything, I felt real good. And um, while the visit was going on, I continued to feel real good. And, um, you know, I got a couple of my friends from Alabama, like one of my old teammates, he go there. And um, actually one of my real good friends, he played running back there. He They freshmen, they just got there. So, um, you know, also me wanting to play in the SEC and play like, you know, the SEC, like that's, that's, that's where it's at, like, you know. Not to shame any of the other college conferences or anything, but like just the SEC, that's just that's just where you that's just where it's at. So, that's that's um, that's where you make it to the NFL. I mean, you know, that's like you said, the SEC is easily one of the biggest, probably in, in a lot of people's opinions, probably the best conference in all of football and college football. So yeah, very competitive. So like you know, yeah. So I wanted to also ask. Did you did you like immediately build bonds with guys like Coach Kiffin? Any other assistants? Like, how was your relationship with the coaching staff at Ole Miss? Well, you know, uh, before I had went on a visit and everything, like I was talking to a lot of the coaching staff and everything. Coach Kiffin, Coach Baker, Coach Bowden, everybody. 
So, um, you know, I have been building a good relationship and strong relationship with them to um, where I felt real confident that when I met with Coach Kiffin, that I felt real confident and I knew I, I knew that I was making the right decision. So, um, you know, definitely the relationship standpoint played a real big part in me um, in me committing there and everything, the relationship part. And, you know, like I said, the fact that, um, you know, that I'll be able to play like at top best ball, where the best ball played at, the most competitive ball played at, which is the SEC. So, you know, I'll be real um, prepared. They're, they're going to really help me and really prepare me and really um, bring out the rest of my potential and develop me. I really feel confident that they're going to do that. I got you. So now that you're going, now that you're committed to Ole Miss, you're officially a Rebel. You'll be joining them uh, after your senior season. Let's talk a little bit about kind of this upcoming year that you've got going on your senior year. You know, now, you know, you're known as an SEC commit. You're going to Ole Miss. You're playing in arguably the best conference in all of college football. Are you kind of ready to have that target on your back, on, on your back every single game that you play this upcoming year? Because, you know, coaches are going to be specifically saying, you know, They've got an Ole Miss commit. Watch out for him, especially the defensive guys. So so how are you going to kind of prepare yourself to be having that target on your back during this upcoming year? Um, You know, well, I, I feel like I'm going to just, you know, play play the game just how I've been playing the game, just having fun and enjoying it and, um, you know, just taking everything in. And, you know, like it's really not really that much pressure and everything. Um, cause you know, I'm just, like I said, like when I first started playing all, everything was just about me just having fun. So, um, you know, like, I just like to have fun on the field. So I feel like it's no pressure at all or it's no, like, even though I know like people going to be after me and everything, it's still no pressure. I'm just going to have fun with it. Just hey, enjoy it. Hey, I love you have that mentality. Cause once again, you don't want to take it so serious that you kind of lose the joy that you get out of the game. Cause then, you know, you're not really. I guess you could say, you know, it's not something that you love to do anymore. It's something that you just feel like you got to force yourself to do. But, no, it's a good mentality to keep. And, I mean, you got a really bright future. Seriously, Javante, I mean, obviously, Lane Kiffin has an amazing offense there at Ole Miss. You're going to fit right in, especially with that pass-happy offense. So, was kind of Lane Kiffin's offensive scheme? Was that another reason why you felt like going to Ole Miss would also be another good fit for you? Because, you know, you'd obviously be able to get a lot more targets and, not necessarily like a run offense like you see in a lot of other schools at the Power Five level. Yes, of course. He's definitely, um, like, just through the history and, you know, just through time and everything, he definitely has some real good tight ends that he's coached and um, that have really bloomed in his offense. So um, I really feel like that's a really good fit for me and for what I want to do because, um, you know, like they said, like that game plan and everything is really like, um, it's really like somewhat. It's really fifty fifty, but like it's like everybody really gonna have fun because everybody really gonna touch the ball. Just just about they really really do real fast tempo and everything, and um, they just get the ball to everybody on the field. It feels, it looks like and um, their fan really shows it that it just it really doesn't matter who you are. Your like your number gonna be caught. It seems like I got you. Yeah, I mean. Obviously, Ole Miss is one of the more up-and-coming programs right now, and the fact that you're committing to them now, you're kind of getting in, like, the the golden age, I guess you could say, for Ole Miss football. So that's obviously got to be very exciting. 
Now, Javante, let's talk a little bit more about you, some like, you know, personal things and everything like that. So the first question I want to ask is, you know, whether it's I, I ask a lot of the guys this, whether it's past, present, college football or NFL, who do you feel like you most resemble your play style around and kind of use their techniques and everything like that to better yourself as a player? Um, I really don't use everybody's technique, but I know a lot of people um compare me to like Kyle Pitts, just like a bigger, like a big wide receiver. Okay. Like Kyle Pitts is definitely like a just a big wide receiver. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty solid comparison. I could definitely see it. I mean, you've got obviously the height for you got the length, so that's actually a pretty solid comparison. Now, the next question I want to ask is so you know, pregame. What is your go-to song, like, right before you're about to get out, you know, get out of the locker room, everything like that? What song are you going to be absolutely blasting in your headphones right before game time? Uh, either Right Above It by Lil Wayne or uh, Alicia Keys' Unthinkable. Okay, okay. Yeah, you're the, you're... Stuff like that. Hey, no, that's that's actually fire. You're the first person that hasn't said uh, Dreams and Nightmares, so I, I give you props. You're the first one, so no, that's hey, that's actually hey, I haven't heard anyone say Lil Wayne yet, so hey, power to you. So, um, and then just some other things about you. What do you have to say to all the Ole Miss fans come next year when you do arrive on campus? What are some things that they can personally expect out of you? Um, definitely just a fun person, and um, you know, just ready to work and just put on a show, and um, really just give fans everything that they're looking for. And, um, you know, I'm really like a fan guy. Like, I really like to um, enjoy myself on the field and really interact with the crowd. I'm feeling like I love to do stuff like that. I really feed off the energy from the crowd. So it's like, you know, I feel like I'm really fit in with their fans. They have some really, really, really dedicated fans. Yeah, <laughs> no, not they. I mean, shoot, I mean, y'all upset Alabama and beat them every year, every other year. You're probably going to have a ton of uh, goalposts getting taken down. So, <laughs> you know, it's going to be exciting. Also, also, another thing I want to ask, are you excited to be playing Auburn and Alabama pretty much on a yearly basis? You'll play – yeah, you'll play Alabama every year, but are you excited to also be playing your, you know, school you grew up liking in Auburn as well? It's personal smoke with Auburn. <laughs> yay i love it keep that mentality i'm telling you keep that mentality. smoke with all i got gotcha. you like, like you know i don't want to offer a home time kid but i mean it is what it is hey you got to make uh, them feel it you got to make them feel it and regret the fact yeah. they didn't offer you nah right. i mean hey i absolutely i think you'll you would have flourished here at Ole miss anyway rather than going to those schools because you'll have definitely more of an opportunity you won't get overlooked like you would at a lot of these big schools. Cause you see it all the time with schools now, like especially in the age of NIL, you got schools like AM, Texas, I mean, Bama, all these schools, you know, you're seeing a lot of kids transfer out because, you know, they get paid a lot, but they don't play at all and they're not able to keep that NIL contract because they're not performing. So I'm kind of glad, you know, that you will be able to get more of a shot going to Ole Miss. Um, but anyway, guys. Once again, huge shout out to my guy Javante for coming on. If y'all are interested in learning a little bit more about him, you know, you want his socials or just to learn about him as a person or player, I will leave all of his links down in the description below of today's episode. Javante, 
Thank you again for coming on, my guy. This is an absolute blast to make with you, and I look forward to seeing you in that powder blue and white helmet that Ole Miss is going to be rocking a lot more often. Appreciate it.